Sip Happens, a podcast hosted by me, Claire, and my good friend, Kendall. It's a place for women who value growth and meaningful conversations. Grab your favorite drink and pull up a seat as we discuss anything from mental health and nutrition to wine and art journaling. We know that some of the best conversations happen over a good drink. We hope that ours encourage you to create spaces like these in your life with your friends. So come sip with us. So we are, yeah, so today we're drinking, I'm drinking coffee. Um, It's nothing, I don't think it's really anything special. It's like 1950 or 1960. It's not usually something I buy. It was like left over for me. So I was like, sure. Um, So it's, I have that with. Wait, is that the coffee that David used to like force me to drink? Yes. (laughs) David loved it. And he was like, you can have the rest of my pops. I was like. Thank you. You would be like, oh, you don't want my coffee? <laughs> I will admit his is stronger. Mine's from Trader Joe's and I think it's a little weaker. Um, so I may have trouble adjusting going back to my, my coffee. Be bouncing off the wall. Yeah, I'm like very alert. So uh, I'm also drinking coffee. I'm drinking coffee from Matt's shop. So nothing fancy with some almond milk and stevia. Perfect. I have hemp milk and almond milk creamer, so. You know what's hilarious I was thinking about? Remember at that time we started this and we were like, oh, I'm going to be here every month, so I'm going to buy this expensive microphone. I do. (laughs) I can bring it. And the audio will sound so nice, and now there's a freaking pandemic, so. But then coronavirus. We have a legit microphone that Claire got for us. And it's very nice. If you listen to our first two episodes, you're probably like, wow, that sounds so good. And then you were probably thinking, what happened? Well, coronavirus happened. So. Mm-hmm. Don't so that's okay. Focus on the content, not the sound quality. Speaking of content. Speaking of. So whenever we try to figure out a topic we usually kind of just go with something that's going on in our lives that we've already talked about because it, it feels less forced. So that's what we're mm-hmm. doing today. Correct. When it's being natural. And usually, at least for me, when I have something pretty at the forefront of my mind, like it's going to end up like bleeding into the conversation kind of anyways. Yeah. So, or I'll, or I'll begin to see connections and then want to talk about it. Yeah, so this morning, um, I called Claire and I said, okay, what is it that we're going to talk about? Um, and so she asked me if there was anything that I was feeling passionate about or that was like on the front of my mind. And um, for me right now, I think that is, I'm entering a new season of I'm living by myself for the first time ever. And so I'm experiencing like what it's like to be alone in a new way than I have had to before um and so I don't want to say like it's I don't want to say it's like I guess it is a form of loneliness um but not in like I'm a sad and depressed like that I can't be by myself type of loneliness but it's just I'm learning how to navigate what that is um and then also on top of it being in the middle of a pandemic and like yeah all of that so yeah and then I kind of was looking 
for parallels because even though I'm married and I don't live alone um, in that I have lived where I live right now for a year and a half, I still don't have that many close friendships. Um, and being somebody that works from home, mm-hmm. and there's a pandemic, there's literally no, there's very few reasons for me to leave my house. And my husband is back at work and has been back at work since around May 7th. So I am also alone quite often. And while it doesn't bother me as much and it's not as new to me, I am learning new stuff about myself because I'm alone more. Right. And we were just kind of talking about how being alone, like you just start to learn stuff about yourself. It like allows you to quiet your mind, quiet your life and actually see stuff maybe that you couldn't see before Mm -hmm. you're almost forced to sit with with your stuff and and for longer periods of time because I think distractions can keep you from even getting to some of those places Mm -hmm. um and for me a lot of those distractions came in the form of people yeah so yeah and it's interesting that you brought that up because I think we've talked about this before we see this happening in our society where we were forced to slow down and literally stop for multiple months. Mm -hmm. And while it looked different for different people, everything was stopped. Like there, there was at least, at least a month where nothing was really going on. Yeah. So stuff in society, like people like, just light is being shined in areas and people are seeing things that they didn't see before because they have the time to see it. Yeah. They're able to pay attention to the things that are being exposed that have been going on for a while, but that if you didn't, if you're too busy to look around and realize you won't see. Yeah. And that, I think that happens on a societal level, cultural level, and then a personal level. Like just with you. I'm trying to think. I know that there's stuff that I've discovered about myself. Like when we moved and I didn't know anyone and Matt was the only person that I knew. I've discovered some things. I'm trying to think of specific examples. Do you have Mm -hmm. That I have about me so far? Yeah. Yeah, I do. Um, Just because they're happening (laughs) right now. Uh, So, uh. I would say I was aware, but not as aware of how much I am comforted by being in the presence of other people, even if Mm -hmm. I'm not doing anything with that person. So like just knowing that I'm here doing nothing, but also my roommate is here doing nothing. It makes me feel not alone, even if we're not talking. So um, I'm realizing how extroverted I am even though I like to stay home and do homebody things I'm still very much like social and appreciate like talking to people and being or being around somebody so like I've noticed myself being on the phone a lot in this season just because it it's comforting to me and so I'm working on 
letting myself not do that all the time just because I think it's important for me to sit with that feeling of being like, okay, I kind of feel restless. Like I'm not sure what to do and like pour myself into the things that I I kind of was already doing when I had somebody here, you know what I mean? So it's almost like just having, like they say, like working in the presence of other people working is motivating. I, I guess I am one of those people because even having somebody else in the building I could go in my room and read more so than I'm allowing myself to do it now. And you would think that it would be the opposite. So I, I'm surprised by that. Yeah. And I think I, I'm going through like a, just an adjustment period. So I think I'll get back into those things. But um, it's just been really interesting because there's so many parts about it that I'm enjoying. But then it'll it's so quickly, even like, from hour to hour, I can feel like the fluctuation of my, um, I don't know, contentment, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think it's interesting that you said, I think it's good that you're aware of your being on the phone all the time tendencies. Mm-hmm. I think it's, more healthy than just being on Instagram all the time which I think is more of a common thing people do when they're alone they look for that Mm -hmm. that fake social interaction and I think as an introvert in most of my adult life since I moved away for college and I have been in an environment where I'm around people like 80 to 90% of my time. Mm-hmm. I lived alone for about a year, but I worked at a church with people and I was there like over 40 hours a week, all weekend. So I was around people all the time. But mm-hmm. now, and so my time alone was very precious to me, but now I'm alone all the time and it's flipped. And it's like I have yeah. all this energy. And I am almost craving being around people. Now, if you're listening to this, do not get excited because it's only (laughs) certain people. I'm not going to just start going to brunch on Saturdays with random people. (laughs) Slow your roll on the invitations. Yeah. (laughs) Well, I appreciate them. I cannot guarantee I will ever actually come. Um, I'm dead. uh, I'm just learning that I have so much energy from being alone because I do get energy from being alone and I have found, and it's almost proven to me that I am drained by being with people because during all of this, when I'm alone 90% of the time and I go and I hang out with somebody one day and like, I think last week I had a day where I had back-to-back meetings and then I think we went out to dinner. Yeah, I had two meetings and then we went out to dinner with some friends. And by went out to dinner, I mean we went to their house because everything's closed, so don't freak out. But um, I feel like only sixes would be freaking out. The next day, that's true, I was exhausted. And it, it just, and I didn't want to talk to anyone really. I, and I just proved to me that 
I am drained by people and it's okay for me to take time for myself because it helps me. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's interesting. And a lot of, I don't know, when you're alone, you just think a lot more. And I know that. You definitely of- think a lot more. <laughs> Yesterday you go, I think I just sit and stare more than the average person. I, that's a direct quote. <laughs> I, I like, even as I'm sitting where I'm sitting right now, I'm in the same spot that I said that to you yesterday. And I, I do realize how much I sit and just look around. And it's almost like, I don't know. I'm, I don't know what to do. And I never, ever thought I would be that person. Like, I remember hearing people say, like, oh, I don't know what to do with all this free time when I was busy. And being like, how the hell do you not know what to do with the free time? Yeah. I'm like, if I had all this free time, I would do this and this and this and this and this. It's so easy to say that when you're busy. Yeah. Get, get, un- get less busy and see how that can change your level of motivation. That is so real for me. It's so because, true. like, I'm a I'm a therapist and I work at an elementary school. School is obviously closed right now, so my job has changed in in a way that I didn't expect, obviously. And it is it feels as if I've said this before, probably on the podcast, but it feels as if I got a new job that I didn't want. Mm-hmm. And so, although I still enjoy doing therapy with the people, I'm doing it through Zoom or I'm doing it in a in teletherapy. And so it is not stimulating me in the way that I'm used to. So I don't come home from a full day's work anymore as fulfilled as I used to. So the alone time for me, just like you were saying, like it used to be like, uh, used to value it because it would like refresh you. I think I would also feel that way had I had enough going on for yeah. me to feel like I needed that rest. Like I almost feel a little bit over rested. To yeah. where I'm like, okay, I'm rested. Like, let's, I don't know. Let's do something for the love yeah. of God. And my energy is not like, let's go to a theme park. But it's like, <laughs> you know, God, you couldn't catch me at a theme park. But like, you know, I just, yeah. You don't, don't want to go to Disney? <laughs> I'm cringing <laughs> thinking about it. No. Well, let's just say I'm not a Disney person. Remember that time you, you came to Maryland with me and we went to the History Museum? Oh, Lord. And it was a school day and there were yeah. field trips. And field you, trips. You were pissed. I was like, oh, my God. Literally, this is, like, crowded. And, like, I don't know. It's been love yeah. history to begin. <laughs> you go, they're all on my level. I was like, they're all my height. I'm going to get, like... <laughs> Oh, Oh, anyways, I don't love crowds. Um, it's not like an anxiety thing. I just feel like, okay, you're in my space. Like, please move. Thank you. Anyways, yeah. So (laughs) I don't know why that's just so funny to me. So no, not a theme park type of energy. Um. Yeah. So I'm still trying. I I mean, I've learned a lot about myself over the last, I think it's almost forced me to reflect because I'm like, well, when I'm busy, it's hard to have time to reflect. So let me like, let me work on some things. Let me write. Let me think about some things. Let me research some things and learn 
so that when I am busy, I'll have progressed a little bit in my emotional mm-hmm. mental health. Yeah. And uh I like I'm thinking about like as you were saying that I am still when I when I zoom out and see what I have accomplished during the course of the pandemic, I'm still very much like accomplishing things. So like but it feels because it's less busy and filled with extra stuff, it can feel like I'm doing less, which I mean I am, but I'm still doing things. So it's like it's I don't know, like it's like my barometer for a success is like if there's so much time in between it feels I don't know, I don't know that this is even making sense, but it just changes the way that it feels. Like I I realize I like the pace of like, all right, bam, all right, bam, all right, next. But like not that I don't rest in between, but I wanna have a reason, like I was saying, to feel like I need to rest. Mm, that's good, yeah. I think it's so interesting. I think most people want a reason to rest. Like I feel guilty if I haven't done much work and by much work, I mean, I've just been at home working on my computer. I haven't done quote unquote much in my opinion and whatever, in whatever idea I have in my head of what much is. Mm -hmm. And then I feel like I shouldn't get a weekend off. Like I should be working because right. I didn't really get far. I don't know if that makes sense because, like, when I have my own business, I could be working on bookkeeping or I could be updating my website. I could be scheduling content. And it doesn't really feel like I've gotten anywhere because I haven't made money from that. Mm -hmm. That makes sense. It's not not like somebody me. I'm just doing the back-end admin work. And so sometimes if I have a week like that, I feel like I didn't deserve my rest. Mm-hmm. And I think, mm-hmm. I mean, we're Christian and I don't, some people listen to this might not be, but I know in our faith, we were instructed to rest, mm-hmm. um, which for me, it's nice because it's almost like I just need to stop putting all the pressure on myself to deserve it. Right. Rest because that's what we should do. Yeah, I know. It, like, I know. And I think that's one of the things that I'm realizing. So uh, this morning, Claire and I watched the same sermon. Um, it was one of my favorite pastors was at Elevation Church, Darius Daniels. And like, just like listening to it, it felt applicable to like what it was that I was that I'm that I'm experiencing. And so one of the things that stood out to me the most was at the end when he said, just because you're surprised doesn't mean you're not prepared. And so the way that I took that and like applied it to what it is that I'm going through right now is I wasn't, I was actually kind of surprised by me living alone this year because it wasn't planned. My roommate got a job relatively quickly in another area and it all happened very quickly within the course of like a month. And so I was surprised by that. So, but that doesn't mean that I wasn't prepared to be able to handle it through the seasons that I've already been like working and fostering that relationship with God and like being able to be by myself. So like, I think I'm more prepared for it than I give myself credit for, but I just need to, I need to keep the same habits 
that I had when I wasn't alone. Because that me stopping things that I was doing just when there was another person here is Mm going to make it feel even more unfamiliar. Yeah. Yeah, it's true. I, I'm curious to see like how you learn from this because being an only child who had parents that both worked, Mm -hmm. I was a, I'm very, 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 very familiar with being alone Mm -hmm. and having to fill my time myself. And so when the pandemic happened, I, I, I was, I had, I was like, I'm good. I I literally, my childhood prepared me for this. There you go. Just because you're surprised doesn't mean you're not prepared. Yeah. Oh my God. (laughs) It's true. It's true. true. That, that was a really good line. Um, but I still think what you said earlier of not being busy causes you to lose motivation. Even though I had all these ideas and activities and things I could do, Mm -hmm. I was not motivated most days and still, I'm still not. I know a lot of people, it's like this weird in between. Some people are out of the whole quarantine pandemic thing. They're living their lives to the fullest. Some people are still holed up in their homes, which I feel like is kind of me because I don't really have anywhere to go. I work from home. Mm-hmm. There's not really much to do because stuff is closed. I'm not really trying to spend money right now because of the pandemic. Right. So I am home, but it's not. I'm trying to be wise, but it's not because I'm like super scared and like trying to just hold up in my house. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's just my natural lifestyle. Right. But and it's just like exemplified with the pandemic. Mm-hmm. Or, yeah. But I still have like uh motivation is hard when you're by yourself. Yeah, I I feel that to my core. It's like accountability. Yeah, that honestly, you just said motivation is hard when you're by yourself. And to be honest, this is gonna sound so dramatic, but I felt my eyes getting teary when you just said that. Like motivation is hard when you're by yourself. Yeah, it's why they say you're going to be more successful working out if you have a buddy. Mm -hmm. And I'm the type of person that wants to go grocery shopping with a friend. Like that's how much I like people. (laughs) Like it's, I'm the friend that will sit on FaceTime with you for hours, even if we're like, I'm cooking and showing you the ingredients of what I'm doing. You know, like that's how, I don't know. But just like you said, you grew up with, as an only child, I grew up having a brother. And, like, my parents were, like, my family was loud. Like, I don't feel like there was ever quiet. Like, really ever. the opposite of loud. Yeah. And so, like, even the amount of silence that's in this house right now is weird. Like, I was telling Claire yesterday, I'm like, I have to have, like, music on or, like, like, put on a sermon. And I can have some silence sometimes, but it gets, like, hard for me this morning I was talking out loud and I was like you know what God I'm gonna start talking to you like this and I was like having full-on like conversations like that and I was like maybe this will be helpful maybe this will be not surprised at all yeah (laughs) like at all (laughs) oh God if you anyone would have heard me they would have legitimately thought I was having a full conversation with another individual in the room which I mean 
Which is so funny because I'm so used to silence. This is going to sound so dramatic and people are probably going to be like, all right, all right, whatever. That's not true. Mm-hmm. I'm so used to silence and I, I love it so much that sometimes when our AC is running, it becomes too loud for me and I go and turn up the AC so it'll turn off. The, you know what's hilarious? I am the polar opposite to the point where I am so wanting some sort of something that I have to sleep with a sound machine on my, in my room because if it's too quiet, I feel weirded out. So interesting. So interesting. Wow. Yeah, and we're friends. Really good friends. Yeah. Best friends. So Matt and I were watching this show yesterday. This is a total tangent, but it's just funny based on what we just mm-hmm. talked about. Uh, it's called Alone, actually. Yeah. <laughs> and um, it's 10 people, and they get dropped off somewhere in the Arctic. Okay. And they... And it's basically, they get to bring 10 items and the whole game is like to see who can survive and who's the, like, is the this last, real? It's real. It's oh, I want to watch the, this. The last man standing. Wow. It could be anywhere between, some of them have lasted three months to where like everyone got out person with three months. The longest one has lasted six months. Wow. In the forest, like they have to catch their own food. And like, I literally was thinking about how being alone like that like some people would go psycho not having a person to talk to yeah and but but the the crazy part about the show is they have cameras they're their own camera crew like you know a survivor like people are like oh it's not really because there's a camera crew there yeah really alone this one they're literally alone they give them memory cards they give them ways to charge batteries like they give them entire case full of equipment to be able to record themselves with like gopros and stuff so it very much feels like you're it's almost like you're watching like a youtuber that's the kind Mm -hmm. of you get um Mm -hmm. but the guy one of the guys is funny because he made a friend with a squirrel and he had to kill the squirrel because he couldn't find food and he was crying i would have sobbed I know, but he was also like, after he got over it, he's eating and he's talking to the camera. He's like, Oh, sorry to be rude. Did you want any? And he's like, Talking to the camera. camera. (laughs) And I'm just, that would be me. You doing that in your house? Honestly, like, (laughs) I know. Cause like, you know how some people, like, I've heard my introvert friends specifically will be like, Sometimes I realize I haven't talked the whole day until I hear my own voice. And I'm like, What? Like, I feel like I talk even just at myself, dear. Yeah, I talk to myself for sure. Matt actually gets annoyed at when we first got married. He would hear, like, our condo was big enough to where, like, he could be in a different room and, like, hear me talking. Mm -hmm. He would think that I was trying to talk to him, so he would come out and be like, what? And I would be like, oh, I'm not No, not you. (laughs) And he used to be like, oh, can you not? He used to get so annoyed. It was hilarious. Right. Right. Yeah. Anyway. I'm I'm very thankful in this season for the amount of like relationships that I've made. Like not in this season, but like prior God, I keep saying like the amount of relationships I have made in my life that I still have that I'm able to 
call on in this season, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. When, you know what I mean? Like almost just the amount of people that I think I have contacting me is more than the average person, which I'm very thankful for. So you do, that's, that's an interesting distinction because I think a lot of people in your situation, if they didn't have a a core community, they could, it could really cause someone, I think, to like spiral into depression. 100%. I know that I would be susceptible to that. I do know that. Yeah. I know we both think community is like really, really important. And I'm not going to church right now because of everything. So like, that's another component that even Yes, you can worship in in your own home. It's just different when you're not with other people. And it's just different, you know? Like So that even is something I have to be very intentional about too, is making sure I'm getting that. um, Crap, I just lost my train of thought. I was saying like it's different when you're not with people when you're worshiping. Uh, During the pandemic, I kind of, I noticed that when I was craving interaction, I would go to my phone because that's, I can't go outside to talk to people. I mean, I Mm -hmm. could, but like, you know what I mean? Like I can't go Mm -hmm. hang out with friends. Mm -hmm. Um, So I would pick up my phone and would scroll. But, but after like a couple of weeks of that, I really tried to make it a priority that whenever whenever I was craving some kind of human interaction, instead of going to social media, I would call you or I would call a friend or call a family member to catch up on a drive. And I think, I think that can be a good practice for people right now. Whenever you're craving, I keep saying craving because I can't think of another word. Whenever you're desiring Mm -hmm. or wanting human interaction, instead of going to social media, or call just texting someone, like actually calling somebody that mm-hmm. you want to catch up with. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they may need it too. Yeah. I'm big on voice interactions. Yeah. yeah. I, I mean, that to, seems great. Don't try to FaceTime me without a warning because I'm not going to answer. But If you FaceTime me without a warning, I will answer. I'll be thrilled. I'll literally wait till it's done and then text you and be like, what? FaceTime calls are my absolute favorite. Well, except for you, because I know if you're FaceTiming me, you just want me to check your outfit. That's it. <laughs> so, I'm like, okay, I need your opinion. <laughs> I know there's no pressure. How clingy is this shirt? <laughs> yeah, okay. I should wear something different. Oh, man. Um, well, I, I hope this conversation was, I feel like people can relate to it. I feel like. Mm-hmm. A lot of people are going through similar feelings, even if they're not alone, alone, like living alone. Mm-hmm. We're in a pandemic. A lot of people are more alone than they have been. Yeah. So, like, yeah. Yeah. I think even like sometimes discovering that maybe dynamics in certain relationships are shifting, even if you're with those people can still make you feel alone too. So, like, for anyone that's, like, maybe having to spend more time with somebody and realizing they don't like them as much as they thought, you know what I mean? That brings a whole nother level of loneliness yes. with that. So, Or they're noticing issues. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. That's, that's rough. But 
Well, that's the sip. <laughs> sip happens. Sip happens. You get ready for the new year with your 2020 vision and then sip happens. Indeed. So. Man, what a year. Honestly, what a year. Like, I just want to take a moment and, <laughs> and talk about how, like, in March, we literally go, um, imagine when we look back in a couple of weeks and this is a direct quote from me. I go, imagine looking back in a couple of weeks and we're like, hey, remember that time we were in a worldwide pandemic? I said a couple of weeks. Who? That's a joke. I'm laughing now. I know my industry. I'm a photographer and I um, second shoot and I'm an assistant for other photographers at weddings. And I saw in a group, a Facebook group I'm in the other day, someone was asking, they're shooting a wedding and um, the, the venue is not requiring people to wear masks, but they feel uncomfortable because it's like a pretty large wedding and they're not really sure like how to protect themselves. And they were saying, is this going to be the new norm? And someone commented and was saying, yeah, expect it to be like this for the next two years. And I was like, two years. Don't tell me that. I, I don't know how much I believe that, but also like with how strict everything has gotten, I wouldn't be surprised. I feel like there would be riots in the street. That just, that comment just shook me. I'm gonna need a minute <laughs> off off podcast. Off podcast. <laughs> well, thanks for joining us for your daily sip. I don't know why yeah. I'm making funny things. Up. I don't know. It's whatever. <sighs> Thank you. Follow us on uh, Instagram. Instagram. We post rarely, but occasionally. And yeah, well, we won't bombard your feed, so that's a plus. That's a plus. Also. If you could leave a review, I mm-hmm. I think most of you are probably listening to this on Apple Podcasts. So if you could mm-hmm. leave a review with the stars and then also type something quickly, it takes less than a minute. We would really appreciate it. We would. We do. Thank you. Peace. Bye. <laughs> Thanks for listening. You can keep up with us on Instagram at Sip Happens Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, share it with a friend or invite them to join you for our next episode. See you next time on the Sip Happens podcast.